right, welcome everyone back to another episode of Muggle with a Mic. Katie here, and I have a special guest with me again this week. It's a guest that we've had on the show before. <laughs> you can hear her giggling. <laughs> she birthed me. She's my mother. Since Mother's Day's coming up, we're having mom come back again because her her last Mother's Day episode was so popular. Welcome back, mom. Well, thank you, Katie, for inviting me. I enjoy having you back on, Mom, because I really think that we had a good conversation last time. Well, yeah. We talked about our top, what was it, three Mother's Day? Mother's Day movies. Mother-themed movies. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we're back today, and we are actually talking about the movie Father Stew, correct? Yes, Father Stew. Which is, um, given the title, Father, it is a Catholic-themed movie. Yes. And we are Catholic. Yes. Yes. So we'll get into that movie a little bit more later on. But last time you were here, we weren't doing the mug thing where we no. have certain, you know, drinking vessels. Yes. So you were super excited to bring on a mug this time. Can you show me? Actually, you told me you have three mugs. Right. Okay. Let's go with mug number one. Well, it's not a chalice, but mug number one is from... Mother Angelica's Shrine of the Blessed Sacrament in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. And that's the picture of the shrine, the front of the shrine, the front doors and all over. And there's the Holy Spirit and the Blessed Sacrament there beneath it. And then I have Lady of Mug the House. Mug number two. Mug number two. Lady of the House, which was a gift. Was this a Mother's Day gift? Did I get that for you or did Sarah? Uh I think Sarah got that. For oh you. my goodness! I'll take credit. One though. of my babies, anyways, and it's Downton Abbey, and I'm the lady of the house. Downton Abbey, and your third mug, my Irish mug, <laughs> which we found out with Ancestry.com that you are a lot of Irish. You're what? Forty-six. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Something updated. like that. 52%. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very Irish. Yeah. I like to drink and I like to swear and I like to get into brawls. Oh, Shannon, you're a corker. Oh, I'm a corker. <laughs> anyway, and because of you, I'm 32, 33% Irish. Right. So I'm a third yeah. Irish. Well, I did give birth. It's true. You're my mother. Mm -hmm. All right. So my mug today, I have to be strategically, I have to strategize this. because she has to be careful. I didn't realize, I realized why I used this mug to hold pencils. And that's because that top of the handle is a little bit cracked. <laughs> and it has a full <laughs> cup of hot coffee in yeah. it. Holy so cow. I'm going to, I have a paper towel to kind of support it. Here we go. But it's a London mug. It's got the silhouette of the London skyline with Big Ben and the eye. Big Ben, not, not the quarterback. Not the quarterback, no. He retired. And St. Paul's. And St. Paul's um, Cathedral, which is in London. Well, that was yeah. interesting. And then there's a little, if you, once you drink, you can see the little phone booth poking, poking up through the coffee. So if you drink... <laughs> poking. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Anyway, if you drink more, you can see more of the phone booth. But yeah. So yeah, that's my, that's my mug. The phone booths that are no more, correct? They still have them there, but they're, I don't believe there's working telephones in them. Right. And if they are, they're just in there. For, I mean, they're just in there to look like. Right. Them. It's a, it's a gimmick, a tourist thing. I got a picture in there, but, um, in one of them, but yeah. All right. So okay. let's get into topical conversations about with Father Stu the movie. Oh, but we just, we just came from the movie just minutes ago. Yeah. We just came. I took mom for mo her mother's day, early mother's day. Gift. Thank you, Katie. And she says that I can't get her anything else. 
That's correct. Yeah. Well, try and stop me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Catholic faith, if everyone's okay with that. <laughs> and at the end of this podcast, you can figure out if we're strict Catholic or laissez-faire. Or CNE. Christmas and Easter (laughs) and Ash Wednesday. (laughs) Um, Okay, so mom, you've been Catholic all your life. You were raised Catholic. Raised. Cradle. Cradle Catholic. Mm -hmm. And I was also raised Catholic because? Because of me. Yeah. And actually, you are my CCD Catholicism teacher. Right, which I think they call it. um, They call it something else now. Yeah. It's still CCD. Yeah. Parish Religion School or something. Yep. P P S R. Parish School of Religion. There yeah. we go. Parish School PSR. Uh PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation Religion. No. <laughs> but so yeah, you you taught me in third grade for first Holy Communion. Right. Confirmation. And you also taught me in confirmation. Yeah, I had the sacrament classes. But every other year it didn't matter who my C C D teacher was, you were my full time C C D teacher. Well yeah. It was your day in, day out. Right. I, I taught uh, religious education, 37 years, uh, volunteer. I'm, professionally, I'm a, a nurse, an RN, but uh, that's what I gave to my parish. I think teacher. Grandma would have been proud of you because Grandma yeah. was a rosary maker. Rosary mm-hmm. maker. She also taught mm-hmm. in some of the lower grade CCD for a few years, but mostly she was a lay Franciscan and uh, also a rosary maker. So well, tell our listeners what a lay Franciscan is if they don't know. It's a Franciscan order for people that are not nuns, priests, and they just serve that way. But it's, you know, it's a secular order, Mm -hmm. secular meaning of the people. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. So what is, because a lot of our listeners may not be Catholic, and a lot maybe, we don't Mm -hmm. know. Right. I do believe in the area that we live, we're a minority. It's interesting you say that because when I'm sitting in the theater watching Father Stu, I'm listening to when the audience picked up on laughter or even when they picked up on something that was sad, their reaction. And I I know that it's not a big Catholic area, so I didn't know if they were Catholic, but still the, the basic Christian doctrine. But some of the laughter, I wasn't sure if it was because it was jokes or the wrong thing they learned about Catholicism and they were reacting to it. I, I don't, don't think, I think that they were laughing appropriately. Once we get into the talk, Father Stu was a very, the character that they had on the screen, I don't know if the real life guy was like this, but the way Mark Wahlberg played it, he was very like boisterous and outspoken. And I think that they were laughing at the way he was portraying that. I don't think they were laughing at what, what he was saying. Right. Well, his name was Stuart Long. Stuart Long. So I don't know if he was from Irish descent or English or what, because he, he came across like an Irish boxer well irish catholic yeah irish but he wasn't catholic no he he became catholic Mm -hmm. he converted okay so as a ccd teacher or Mm. as just a catholic parishioner Mm. member of the catholic church um, follower of christ what do you think is what is one thing you think is a misconception of the catholic faith and what is one thing that you just want to set straight to people that think that they understand something when they may not Well, the one thing I want to set straight with people is we do not worship Mary. We do not worship our priests. We do not worship statues. We worship our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
That is a misconception, and I've heard a lot from my friends that are of, of different doctrine, the Baptist, or, and that's just, we have statues in our church. We do not worship statues. We do not worship Mary. Mary was a regular person, just like we are, mm-hmm. and she was chosen, and we are chosen too, which we'll talk about more about being chosen with Father Stu. Do you think that the statues and and medallions and other things like that are just a channel for us to communicate with? Like, it's not that we're praying to the statue. We're praying to the person the statue represents. Well, as you remember, Katie, in religious class, when I had you for training and First Holy Communion and Confirmation, that I taught you that the statues are just reminders, just like we have pictures of you kids mm. when you were babies. We would soon forget what you were like as a, as a baby, mm-hmm. but it's a reminder that you walked on this earth. It's a reminder that the Blessed Mother walked on this earth, that St. Joseph, her husband, walked on this earth, that Jesus walked on this earth, and also that Jesus suffered. That's why we have Jesus mm. on the cross, Corpus Christi, yeah. you know. The crucifix, the bo- yes, rather than just the cross. Just the plain wood, yeah. And other doctrines, Christian doctrines, they say he's risen. He's not on the cross anymore. But this ties right into Father Stu. We do not want to forget his suffering mm-hmm. on the cross. Right. So that's why we have Christ on the cross, and we have our statues and pictures. Well, and, and um, I think that... Like, for instance, on Good Friday, mm-hmm. when we have the crucifix and we kiss Jesus' feet. Yeah, or any wound. People you know. would look at that and think they're weird, mm-hmm. you know. But honestly, when I did that for the first time, I think I was in junior high or high school when I when right. we went to Good Friday service. And it, I, know it's just a, I know it's just a statue. Yeah. You know? But the representation of it yes. and the act of getting on your knees right. and kissing the feet of Jesus. Right. Right. It's tactile. It's, yeah. We we can touch it. And uh, we people, we humans need those. kind. That's why we have incense and candles. We need all those things to stimulate our senses, our, mm-hmm. you know, our seeing, our hearing, our smell, taste. You know, we take communion. All those things elevate. All those things elevate our awareness uh, that Christ was here and died for us. So stay it like that. Stay it like this. Distance. I have to be a certain distance from the mic. Okay. <laughs> well, it, because if you lean back, it, it gets really far away. And you start Hello. The tunnel, and then <laughs> if you get really close, it sounds like NPR. Uh, oh, NPR. Well, that's what we are. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to go over about before we move into the movie? Well, I think a lot of it would be nice to tie in with the movie. So we talk about the movie and then okay. um, the the one thing I've had to explain to a lot of my non-Catholic friends is the offering up. They'll say, Pam, what do you, you know, when I worked as a nurse and I would have a, a terrible day, I'd say, well, whew, I offered all that up. And they'd say, Pam, what are you talking about? Offering up, offering up, offering up. You're always saying that. Offering up is just taking your sacrifice, your suffering, your hard labor in this world and using it to benefit, giving it back to God, just like he suffered for us, giving it back to God. And God can take it and use it for good in the world and for the souls, because we believe in the church is not just this world, not just the brick building we go to. It's a triumphant church, heaven. It's the suffering church, which we believe in purgatory, which is another people don't 
believe in. It was uh, it was depicted <laughs> controversial. In the, it was de- depicted in the TV show Lost. Yes, and also the militant, Something. the militant church, which is who we are. So we're fighting. We're a little army down here fighting for souls. So let's get into Father let's, Father Stu. Yeah, let's get into Father Stu. Okay, Father Stu, which I'm I'm going to start telling the production company that's that it's affiliated with, which Sony Pictures made it. Right. It came out this year. It's rated R. It probably should be mostly because of the language. language. Not so much. There's no. I mean, there's violence. He's a boxer, but but it's mostly the language. Runtime of two hours and four minutes, and the synopsis is it follows the life of Father Stuart Long a boxer turned priest who inspired countless people during his journey from self-destruction to redemption. It's directed by Rosalind Ross, which she is the, she's partners with Mel Gibson in real life and he stars in it. She is in pre-production right now for a movie called Barbarian. It tells the story of a Celtic queen, Boudica, Boudica, I think is how you say it who she leads an uprising against the occupying forces of the Roman Empire. Wow. I know. <laughs> Boudica. <laughs> Boudica, I think is Sounds like a song. She was a she was a queen of the British Ikenti, Ikenti I think is how it says tribe who led an uprising against the conquering forces of the Roman Empire in AD 60 or 61. According to Roman sources, shortly after the uprising failed, she poisoned herself or died of her wounds, although there is no actual evidence of her fate. She's considered a British folk hero. Wow. Yeah. All right, and so the movie stars Mark Wahlberg as Father Stu. Yep, Father Stu. And, and this is this is from a true life. It's based on a true story. Yes. Yeah, so I'm wondering which parts are fictitious. I don't even want to get into that because I want to think it was all... After I saw him talk at the end, the real... The yeah. real Father Stu? Yeah, because you see clips it, during the it credit. It kind of, you you get the idea this is not too far-fetched. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think they might have embellished, like, the timelines of when things happened. I don't know. But anyways, uh, Mark's father in the movie is played by Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. And his mother is played by Jackie Weaver. And then Monsignor Kelly, who's the guy at the seminary, is Malcolm McDowell, which he's been in a lot of, he's a British actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. Mark Wahlberg ended up funding this project himself after being turned down by several studios. Because why did Catholic. they make a mistake? Because there there were so many people at the theater, which we did not expect that many on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was actually talking to a, a lady uh, after the movie, and she says, "You believe how many people are here? I always come on Sunday because there's not that many people." And if uh, this says anything about Father Stu, it's it's going to be a popular movie. So those other... No, uh, really, when we pulled in, mm-hmm. it was like it was a Friday night. Yeah. Divine Intervention. Div- <laughs> Why not? Yeah. No, there were a lot of people. Now, <laughs> now the, 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 the theater wasn't completely full, but since pandemic and everything, yeah. that is the fullest a theater has been on a Sunday. I always like, I like to go on Sundays because there's not a lot of people. Uh, let's stick with your divine intervention. Yeah. I'm, but I'm for that, but I, it's never been that many people on a Sunday. It, the, the parking lot was full. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Divine intervention. Yep. So also Mark Wahlberg ceased his famous training regimen, 
his like fanatic training regimen where he's like super fit yeah. and deliberately put on a significant amount of weight for this role. Now, I don't know if, you know, when he's playing, well, I think it was enhanced with some, uh, makeup or something. I think when he was playing basketball, I yeah. think that was his weight gain. Yeah. But then the later, when you see him really gain the weight, I think that was prosthetic. Yeah. Or what's that thing called where they bodysuit? No, they put stuff on that it's not there and then they put it in later. CGI? CGI. <laughs> yeah. I think it was CGI. Let's hope so. <laughs> he looked bad. <laughs> Just imagine Father Stu. And oh, then he didn't do it by choice. Oh, but he was offering it up. Mm-hmm. Suffering. Yeah. Uh, Redemptive so suffering. Overall, Mom, what did mm-hmm. you think of the movie? I thought I was in church. I. I got a lot. It was just a two hour and how long? Two hour and four minute. Homily. That's what I said in the car. You Correct. Stole, you I stole, stole your line. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it really, really was. And I found myself crying. I found myself laughing. I found myself wanting to change some things about my life because of Father Stu. Or to look at it differently. Let's let's put it this way. Since the pandemic and we haven't been attending in person to mass, I and there's live streaming of mass, it's been hard for me to go back to the in-person pew. And after going to Father Stu, I I, I want to. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, divine intervention <laughs> no Stu intervention Stu. no i really had a an awakening in the movie theater uh of my my own personal need hmm. you know and it wasn't like you weren't going just because you didn't want to go oh no I, I, there's a hesitation to go with during a pandemic no and, and i i'm terrified and... of getting sick also, I found myself with the live stream not being being by myself in my home watching mass and not being interfered with by mm-hmm. other people. And it, we are supposed to be a community and not, you know, we're supposed to you know, well, that's do that. that. that it, well, that's what I will say about Catholic services, Sunday services. We honestly, from the beginning of mass to the end of mass, you should be quiet and reserved and everything fellowship is for before mass and after mass yeah what fathers do say i came for i came for worship not fellowship yeah yeah yeah. so uh, yeah that was a good line it was a good line no because the that hour each sunday is reserved strictly for the lord yes it's not reserved for anyone else and that's including your family members right you you go there and you pay you're reverent and Reserved. Yeah, and I found myself being uh, irritated sometimes by some of the what I thought was secular behavior brought into the well, sanctuary. I, I will say, not meaning to call them out or anything. I do the live streaming at church. Yes, she does the live streaming. And um, <laughs> today, it's so funny you say that today someone's phone went off and it was a rap song. <laughs> Well, if we're, it's an audience of forgiving people, so it's totally fine. We understand we all... Jesus forget, Christ superstar, right? <laughs> we all forget that uh, to, to silence our phones. Oh, it's, yeah. We're human. But wasn't there also a point in this movie where Father Stu says, God gave us the gift of the sense of humor, so we Correct. have to use it. Correct. And this whole movie has has really changed my opinion of being among the community to worship. Which I, I got in a rut wanting to just sit in my home and watch Mass. 
Now, the other thing I want to point out about this is Father Stu was an unconventional priest in the fact that he just, he was very open and blunt with the way he said things. He swore a lot. Mm. And even at one point when yes. he was upset and he was praying, he accidentally said GD, which I don't like. You don't like. Oh, no. But he did exactly what you did. And as soon as he said GD, he went, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. And that. I've made it a, um, a habit that in habit, te- pardon, the habit pun. pardon the pun, <laughs> if I hear somebody taking the Lord's name in vain, I apologize to the Lord mm-hmm. for them and for me. I want to correct something I said, but actually it doesn't probably need a correction, but I said, I want to sit in my home on live stream and watch mass. That's what happens. You're just watching and you really should participate in mass. And so that's, that tells a lot when I use Mm -hmm. that word watched for shame. Yeah. Forgive me. No, but the other thing is the swearing part. Yes. I'm fine. If people, I I mean, I swear (laughs) Irish Catholic, come on here, here, (laughs) but I will say that I draw the line at JC and GD. I cringe every time. I hear I'd that. rather hear the F word than GD. No, absolutely. Yes. 100%. Well, I, something interesting that I thought about on the drive here to your home mm-hmm. is father Stu was a boxer uh-huh. and he didn't learn and he suffered greatly as a boxer to accomplish winning a fight. And he would come out of those fights. I mean, you could tell his face was, his little knuckles were all busted up. He was a typical boxer face. And he didn't realize how much he was suffering as a fighter to accomplish a win. Then he started to become uh, spiritual and understand suffering is to win our soul. That's my take. (laughs) (laughs) But no, seriously, in his yeah. job, he suffered quite, but well, he didn't understand a, it. There's a different physical fight. It's not It's not a physical fight. It's a spiritual fight of fighting for the Lord. Right. We forgot to say that this is a uh, spoiler alert because we may... I don't think anything we say will take away from you going to watch the movie. I think it might enhance it, as a matter of fact. Well, and it's, like I said when we left the movie, there were so many good lines in it. Oh. That I can't remember. Like you, it is a two-hour homily. Like people just need to go, just because you will be a better person if you go and watch it. And and Father Stu didn't try to. Uh, well, he cleaned up his language mm-hmm. and the way he articulated his homily, but he didn't clean up his style of talking. It was rough. It was gruff. It went right to the point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't polished. You know, didn't have a polished way of speaking, but go ahead with his accident did you want to so yeah so the i mean the whole point of this movie was how he dealt with his suffering so he suffered boxing with you know physical ailments of boxing he finds out that he has he has like a degenerative muscle disease oh sorry that's later oh (laughs) which what are we talking about he has like the infection in his blood or in his jaw yes and so the doctor's saying i think this is a medical for metaphorical reason for saying that you need to stop boxing right so he didn't want to. So then he tries to go to L.A. to be an actor. And his mother's like, you're cray cray. But they let him do it. And he's like in his he's like 40 at this time. He's like, yeah. why are you trying to figure out who you are this late in life? So then he he gets in an accident. He's drinking. He's upset about his brother's death from when they were younger. He says multiple times, why couldn't it have been me? Right. Why Stephen was better than I was. Why did God? Why right. did Jesus leave me here? Yeah, he thought of himself as a screw up. Yeah. So then he gets in a terrible motorcycle accident 
and he has to recover from those injuries. And then he's like, well, why, why are you keeping me here after that? Why don't you just take me? I'm not worth it. Why? Well, he has a terrible motorcycle and he has a vision that mm -hmm. changed him. Well, first of all, he's met by what we believe. And I think they were making it look like it was Jesus in the bar. Oh yes. And it was. So it looked like, it looked like bar Jesus. Yeah. It, it looked like tavern Jesus. He had like. It looked like motorcycle Jesus. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He well, had like raggedy hair, but he had the beard and everything, but his skin looked like he'd been a smoker for decades. And he looked like fathers or fathers Stu. It was almost like Jesus appeared the way that Father Stu would be most comfortable. Yes. Yes. And I oh, think that yeah, people yeah. say that, that when they have visions, mm -hmm. that Jesus appears in a way that will be most comfortable for that and person. And the Blessed Mother does the same thing. And yeah. then that's what happens later. So Jesus, well, the quote unquote Jesus at the bar basically told him not to go driving he said don't don't drink too much or whatever and yeah don't drive yeah but he also said more profound things if you want to know what they are go which most go police officers say too well <laughs> you... and mothers <laughs> well so then he gets in the motorcycle accident and a bad one. Oh my gosh when he got in that wreck first of all he, fl he got flung off the motorcycle. That was a good wreck scene. Then he rolled and tumbled on the road and then got almost like, did he get run over twice? Uh, I can't remember. It was awful, though. It was very a very true accident. <laughs> I always think it was like I'd like to know unbelievable. Who, the who the stunt guy did that. <laughs> it was a rag doll. Yeah. But so as he's lying on the road, bloodied, yeah. he has a vision of Mary. Of the Blessed Mother. Now, this meant a lot to me. I have been to Fatima, Portugal. I've been to Lourdes, France. What were you doing there? Well, I went on a uh, religious pilgrimage with my mother. And this was before I had Katie and Sarah. And I only, I have three children, but I was told I couldn't have children. And, uh, you know, by several doctors. And I had Kate, or Jenny, my first was considered a miracle and so I went to Lourdes and I remember of course I prayed for world peace right off the bat so I wouldn't look selfish but I prayed for more children and lo and behold Sarah and Katie appeared <laughs> so and and I had such a um I went with the Blue Army and I had such a wonderful pilgrimage and you gotta say what the Blue Army is what? well that's uh, the Blue Army is uh, is like a group of Catholics that believe in Mary and all, all these uh Mary sightings around the world and anyways it's a catholic group i feel very close to mary i've always as as a child felt very close to mary as someone would be an advocate for me with jesus and my prayers and things so this movie man when i saw the vision of mary with him i believe every bit of it you know so he gets in the accident and he has to recover from that and then he eventually become he goes to the seminary yes. he wants to become a priest and now he's at the seminary and he's learning how and he's playing he finds basketball. his calling yes yeah he's playing basketball which is what the, i found funny and cute that he the looks, priests were playing basketball he looks terrible well so he started to gain weight yeah and i don't think it was because of his you know he lost muscles more like priest what it was. Diet. yeah so he's you can see that he's getting a belly he looks older he looks quickly and then he can't he falls down and he can't get back up and he's losing muscles in his legs. So the doctor did some blood tests and some other things and find out he has something like 
ALS. Yeah, something like that. It's like a Lou Gehrig's, yeah. Muscular disease where they're just atrophy. Degenerative. So what happens is he's gaining more and more weight. You can see it in his face and all over his body. And he's he loses a dexterity and the ability in his hands. Be, be, they say the, he'd lo- he would not be able to walk. In a year. Yeah. So those are the struggles he had to do. So he's in the church. And he's praying, saying, why? Why me? I'm trying to Oh, he's to be, mad. I'm trying to do your work, and you're doing this to me? Right. <laughs> is basically what he's saying. And he goes, and then he, okay, so you want me to suffer more. That's what you want. The whole movie was about suffering. suffering. Yes. And, and, then that, and that's not wrong. No, it's the whole basis of our Catholic faith is suffering. I mean, Jesus didn't throw a party to win over death for us to be our savior he didn't throw a party he died on a cross a a very brutal death you know? well they even point out at the end or at one point they say you know even jesus at that one point was saying why why have you forsaken me yeah and jesus. so Stu's going through the same stuff and uh, and jesus and jesus father Stu actually uses that in one of his homilies those very lines that the uh, the lines, the seven words that Jesus spoke from the cross, and he did cry out to his father. And so Father Stu, Stu was crying out to his father the same as Jesus did, because God is our father. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with having a little doubt there, but uh, in the long run, you come back around full circle that suffering is okay. That's We're here to learn what love is and that suffering is part of love. All you need is love. Love is all you need. <laughs> okay. Anywho, um, then the other thing is, I I like the relationship between his parents, yeah. him and his parents. So Mel plays a really crappy dad. But then by the end of the film, because of Stu, He got his parents back together. He got his parents back together, and he got his father to get baptized. I mean, yes. he was holding the rosary at the end of yes. the movie. It seems that... The parents broke up because of the death of the younger brother, but that's not unusual. But that, in fact, they were like almost atheists. However, in the beginning of the movie, uh, Stu does reference like 40 days in the desert. He seemed to have some kind of a biblical upbringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did. Well, he was trying to get the girl. Well, yeah. So he probably did and she some was research. She was Catholic, and that's how he ended up going to the Catholic Church following this girl that he loved. So, anyways, go see. It is pretty. It it's is wonderful. really good. It's one. It'll change your. Life. And don't don't think of it as oh, it's just a church movie. Uh, you don't need to. It's a good message, whether you go to church or not. It how ha- it explains a lot about life, suffering, and, and redemption. It takes, and it takes someone who's not a typical priest Correct. personality. Correct. And and teaches you some really nice lessons of Christianity and the Catholic faith, but from the point of view from someone who. You wouldn't expect. Well, I'll tell you, it's the most authentic calling to the priesthood I've ever witnessed, mm. to say the least. Now, Mark, Marky Mark is a Catholic. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, but no, really, if you know, everyone does a lot of discernment, whatever their calling is, to witness this man, this truly was divine intervention. We both of you and I mm-hmm. teared up at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop some tears in my popcorn. And I just want to say, anyone going into this thinking, oh, he saw visions of Mary and Jesus, okay, okay, Catholics. Oh, those Catholics. 
whether you believe in that or not, he needed that to get through his suffering. He needed, I believe in it. I believe he has. Well, I, I do believe that God does use us. Jesus does use us to yeah, do his Mom, work. But, uh, what I'm saying is there are people that don't think the way we do. True. But I think we all have a calling. And I felt called to be a CCD teacher. Um, well, is there anything else you want to talk about the movie? I just think it's worth worth your time, even if you're not Catholic, even if you're not a Christian. Whatever doctrine you follow, I think this movie is... Because I, the one thing I've learned over studying other forms of doctrine, everyone seems to have an element of suffering to it and love. That seems to be all yeah. in, in most religions. So go see Fathers too. human life. Human life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the good and the evil. The Harry, church is made Harry up, Potter. <laughs> the church is made up of humans, and a lot of them have made some mistakes. Right. And, you know, you go back to your Harry Potter and movies good like and that. Evil. There's suffering in there. Mm-hmm. You know, he lost his parents at an early age, and he was, he was uh, marked as... You know, they were going to get him, too, you know, with his little lightning bolt. bolt. It's on our logo, Mom. Oh, yeah. But anyways, God bless you all and go see Father Stu. Amen. Amen. All right. So we will, we are going to do a Catholic quiz. Here we go. Some of the first few are actually about Catholicism. And then the last few are, or several are movie, Catholic movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You ready? No. (laughs) Uh, Catholic quiz. Yes. Question one. Now, there are no multiple choice. This is just give me the answer. Okay. Okay. The first one is the hardest. Oh, Lord, help me. Name the seven sacraments. Seven sacraments are baptism, reconciliation. Which is also known as? Confession. There you go. Okay. Just so other people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Confirmation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Marriage vows. That's four. Yeah. Uh, The last rites are sacrament of the sick. Yes, anointing of the sick. Holy orders. Holy orders, you've got one more. Okay. We do it every week. Oh, communion. There I'm you sorry. go. <laughs> That's a seven. Yeah, there we go. Good job. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Okay, question two. Number two. All of your CCD students are going to be very upset if you don't get this. Okay. What is the conversion of the substance of the Eucharistic elements into the body and blood of Christ at consecration? Only the appearances of bread and wine still remaining. Yeah, I know this. It's a long word. It's transubstantiation. Yeah. And um, actually, I was at a wedding. You and I were at a wedding a few years ago. And uh, there were some of my CCD students who were up in their 30s, college graduates. And one of them came over and says, says my name and says, I remember transubstantiation. I said, good. That's all we remembered. <laughs> well, that's enough because it's like 12 words. All yeah. Together, so. All right. Who were the popes when you were born and when I was born? Who was the pope when you were born? Pius the sixth or seventh? Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, actually, it was the Pope Pius 10, 11, 12. Pope Pius the twelfth. Yes. And then who was when I was born? Uh, oh, uh, John Paul. The? John Paul. Pope John Paul II. There you go. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Those are the those are the Catholic questions. Now we're going to go into the movie questions. Okay, you did good. Mm, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. 
<laughs> okay. What 2004 movie was directed by Mel Gibson and depicted the crucifixion of Jesus? Oh, yeah. that's That was really rough. Mm-hmm. What is the name of that walk? The walk he takes. Oh, Stations of the Cross. What's another name for that? Christ. Oh, Passion of Christ. There you yes, go. I'm sorry. Passion, yes. You're good. All right. Charlton Heston plays Moses in what 1956 film? Moses. <laughs> what does Moses have at the top of the... Oh, the Ten Commandments. There you go. Good heavens. Good heavens. <laughs> what 2016 film starring Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver tells the story of two Portuguese missionaries as they journey to find their missing mentor. We watched this on New Year's. Oh, silence. Yeah, that's it. All right. Um, very good movie. Go see it. It's on Prime. Okay, you're going to get this one. I don't know. Whoopi Goldberg yeah, Whoopi. sang for the Pope in what 1992 movie? Sister Act. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The book of Exodus is retold in what animated film from 1998, ending with Moses receiving the Ten Commandments? It was an animation, and it had music in it. I don't know. <laughs> You're really getting angry. Yes. I'm <laughs> going to offer this up. <laughs> um, uh, where's the, what country has the pyramids? Egypt. Out of Egypt. <laughs> Out of Africa. <laughs> Out of Africa. <laughs> um a king's son oh a king's son ransom no a king's ransom a king's (laughs) son is a a king's son is a prince prince of egypt there you go (laughs) excuse me i have your teeth right here because i just pulled them (laughs) you're so funny (laughs) you you have god gives you a sense of humor yeah don't use it (laughs) Okay, what 2003 film tells the story of a woman from Calcutta who is eventually canonized? Oh, Mother Teresa. Yeah. Well, I know that. Yeah, that one. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know if you. We watched this movie in 2020. Yeah. We'll see if you remember it, but I won't. But I kind of give the answer in the question. <laughs> I'll listen. In 2020. 2020. What film was released depicting the lives of three children in Portugal visited... Fatima. Let me finish the question. (laughs) Dancing Sun. Visited by an apparition of the Virgin Mary in 1917. Now you may answer. Fatima. There you go. And that's where you went to pray for us. Mm -hmm. Good job, Ma. Yeah, thank you, Katie. Thank you, God. Uh, you, uh, you're absolved of your sins. Now go say three Hail Marys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, real quick, what's your favorite prayer? Uh, my favorite prayer is uh, the Rosary, benediction. I, I would say. I like Hail Mary's my favorite prayer, mm-hmm. but I, I do like the Saint Michael prayer. Because I feel like defender in battle. I feel yeah. like it's the Avengers of, of saints, you know, of archangels. Yes. But but I do love when we get to sing the Our Father in church. There you go. 
Okay, so that concludes our Catholic episode of Muggle with a Mic. Thank you, Mom, for joining us for Mother's Day again. Absolutely, and God bless you all out there. Yeah, and M- May is the month of Mary. Mary. So everyone say hi to Mary this month. Yes, hello, She's Mary. watching over all of us. Yes, she is. She's our mom. Especially the children of Fatima. You gotta believe it. And you, and Ukraine. Absolutely, Ukraine. And the Pope tweeted, actually, the Maripol... Yes. Is translated into Mary City. Yes. And that's one of the cities that was, like, devastated. So, yes, prayers for Ukraine. Okay. Well, thanks, Mom. Thank you, Katie. Uh, God bless. God bless you. May peace be with you. And with your spirit. There you go.